Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Coffee with Closers Live. Today we have a special guest. Lauren Hardy is joining us. And Lauren is an expert at virtual wholesaling. She's a coach with Wholesaling Inc. and does awesome stuff all around the country. Lauren, welcome to Coffee with Closers. Hey, what's up? I'm excited. I got my coffee. Awesome. Usually, though, I'm double fisting. Uh-oh. Because I have a problem. Gavin, good morning, fellas. Good morning. How are we? How's everybody doing today? Living the dream. Living the dream. Awesome. Lauren, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, we use this opportunity to network with each other and learn new things and have guests on. And this show is audience-driven. So we encourage anybody that's listening and watching uh, to drop a comment, regardless if you're watching on Facebook or if you're watching on YouTube. Um, obviously, StreamYard syndicates it out quite a few places. Um, and myself, Don, and Gavin will have questions for you. But also, we're, we encourage the audience to ask those questions as well. But just to kind of get started here, uh, Lauren, give us the quick, who is Lauren Hardy? Fill us in. All right. Oh, well, hey, I am so happy to be here. Um, and thank you so much for inviting me on today. So my name is Lauren Hardy, and I live in Southern California. I specifically live in Orange County. Um, I'm a volume wholesaler. Uh, I have been in a lot of different, uh, I've done all the strategies in investment real estate for residential. Um, I started out flipping houses in my local market in my backyard. I started out almost 10 years ago. It's hard to believe. Um, and it was a very different market atmosphere. It was post-recession. So there was a lot of distressed inventory. And flipping houses in Orange County and the surrounding counties was a lot easier at that time um, because it was easier to find deals that made sense. Um, now my business has evolved over 10 years. Um, I ended up going virtual because my backyard ended up being just too saturated. The margins were not making sense for me and my personal buy box. So I went elsewhere where it did make sense. Um, I got involved in development in Nashville and building spec houses. Um, from there, I ended up uh, falling into the more volume wholesaling game in Nashville. And I realized I really wanted to perfect this whole virtual thing um, because there was a likely chance that California was just not going to ease up. And it was not, uh, maybe investing in my backyard was something that maybe I never am going to be able to do again or, or even want to because the numbers don't make sense. Um, so from there. So what's a, I got to interrupt you for a second. Yeah. What's, a, what's a house cost where you live? Oh, uh, our average in Orange County, the last I checked was 850,000. That's an average number. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of condos here. So like that includes like, these are condos, you know, that like I lived in a townhouse before this. Uh, before my last, the place I just moved to, um, that was, uh, it sold for $750,000 and it was just a three bedroom townhouse. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Right. Wild. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's crazy. But, but to give you guys some perspective, when I started flipping houses, the house that I bought to live in, uh, you know, raised my kids in, I ended up living in it in, for seven years. And it, this was, I bought it right around the same time as when I started house flipping. Um, I bought it in 2011. I flipped up my first house in 2012. I bought that house for $395,000. So that was, you know, in the recession, there was actually some distressed inventory and prices kind of made sense. 
and you were able, you know, there was just way more deals. Seven years later, I sold that house for $710,000, that same home. So California has big swings, very big swings. It's not a smooth wave. If you look at charts, it's really high and then really low. Um, and right now, I mean, we our market is just so intensely saturated. The inventory is very low. Um, and again, like I said, I, I didn't really know if I was ever going to be able to be back in the California market, or at least I'd have to take a very long pause from investing. Um, and given that getting a full-time job wasn't an option for me because I think I'd kill myself if I had to go back to corporate America, I had to figure out how to make this business work somewhere else. So um, I took my journey virtual and now um, I'm in four different territories now and primarily focused on volume wholesaling. Um, and then on the other end of that, uh, I also coach, I have a coaching program. I coach with Wholesaling Inc and I host their podcast once a week. So that's a little bit about me. Awesome. Lauren, oh, thank you so much for coming on today and, and hanging out with us and, you know, telling us a little bit about the virtual game. So Gavin does a little bit of virtual wholesaling, yeah. I think. I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. Gavin, what markets are you in? So we're in, um, we're in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, we do a little bit in Florida as well. Um, and I do a little bit in Savannah where I live, but I try not to do it where I live because I will not be, I have a rule. Like I do not go to the house. Man, and I, I was talking be... about this yesterday with one of my students. I said, yeah. I want to start doing some virtual stuff. So I'm really looking forward to tomorrow's episode. This is last night. Yeah. I'm going to pick yeah. Lauren's brain. I want to pick Gavin's brain on what you guys are doing, how you're yeah. doing it. And I want to start doing it outside of my market and not even mm -hmm. including it. So I don't even have the opportunity to go drive it because that's I'm the kind of guy that's like, oh, yeah, let's go take a look. Yeah. yeah you know? and, that, and that's the so, thing that you want to re remove. And I've never I when I got into the business, like, I didn't I just started with virtual wholesaling. So that's kind of like all I knew. Right. So was the virtual side. So it's pretty cool. And Lauren would have had this, this as well and probably done as well when the when the um, pandemic hit and everyone was flapping and panicking and they've got all these offices and going all crazy and they don't know how to operate. We were fine. We did great early on in the pandemic okay. because we we just kind of doubled down and we knew what we were doing. And and the, you'll see now a lot of people have transitioned into virtual to because they've had to and they're going to stay there. Um, but yeah, I think it's the way forward. I mean, we have, you know, we always discuss these things in, uh, uh, you know, on this show, but I think virtual, you know, the way that I do it, that Lauren does it, and obviously Don does some now is the way to go. Because Dave, you are the difference in terms of when it comes I'm down the to- I'm the odd man out, now you're doing yeah. virtual too? I've been virtual yes, since 2018, yeah. Oh, um, so, you know, I'm, I'm based in California as well in Central Valley. I've actually done some deals down in Orange County. My, my lowest assignment fee in Orange County is 60 grand to date. Um, so Ooh, nice. Bay Area, California has always been good to us too. So, but um, we've been in Oregon since 2017, um, mm -hmm. you know, kind of off and on, not taking it seriously. Um, we're actually, we do a lot in Clarksville, just outside of Nashville. We've been doing that wow. since, since, the yeah, since basically the beginning of 2020 mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we're in uh, Columbia, South Carolina now. So, oh, um, but we've been closing a hundred percent over the phone since the end of 2018, even if it's in our backyard, we don't go on the appointment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, which is huge. And, but the thing is like, Dave, obviously you, you're good, obviously you're good in person. You know what I mean? Like I could see your personality, like why you'd be great in person. But I think when you see, when you go virtual, you'll be like, damn, like 
how many more deals could I do? Because all them, for me, the travel time, right? Mm -hmm. You drive there, you spend an hour with a seller, you do all this, like you're back two and a half hours later, we could have been pounding the phone, getting mm -hmm. contracts. That's what I've yeah. always thought. So, um, so yeah, I think I, you'll like it when you do it for sure. No. Honestly, and you know, on that, to piggyback on what Gavin said, what I had noticed when I was not virtual is the sellers that refused to sign over the phone because they wanted me to come to the property first. They were always the ones that were actually just spinning my wheels. They wanted a free appraisal on their home and they were getting five other investors to come to their house. Yeah, I, I, it was like every time. And I remember the last time I did that in I, it was actually in my backyard because I, I did kind of hybrid for a while. I did like California and Nashville at the same time. And I remember driving this. I was inland empire. Don probably knows the area better. Um, mm -hmm. It was a house in the IE took me an hour and a half to get there, probably two hours back in traffic guy wasted my time. He actually had me come to his house two times and then he never ended up selling to me. And, and I'm going. I will never do that again. That was like eight hours of my life. I'm never going to get back. Yeah. 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 You know, in, there, there's a trade-off. You're, you're going to, because belly, belly to belly, there's a certain interaction and then there's a different interaction over the phone. You're, you're probably going to lose a transaction or two mm -hmm. by not being belly to belly. That's just the reality. But when you talk about bandwidth for your team and also your ability to now be national, you know, or at least be in multiple states, um, you're going to pick up more deals. So there's a trade-off, Yeah. you know, in, in that aspect of it. And then a lot of people are uncomfortable about, okay, in person, like I was really good in person because I could read body language. Um, and, you know, you just learn that tonality and inflection in the voice over the phone is very similar to body language. You start to pick up on those differences and, and, and you, you know, you can really do well over the phone as well. So all the hangups we have about, you know, being in person, they're really just, they're, they're, they're mental roadblocks that once you get past, you realize the sky's the limit. Yeah. It's because I told you a couple of episodes ago when we laughed, when I said, I didn't know anything, right. I didn't want to go to the house because right. I can't fix a thing. I don't know nothing. I don't know pricing. So the worst thing that I could do is that I, I can BS on the phone all day because I haven't seen it. So I can gather information. I can do all them things. But if I walk in that house, I, I'm thinking, I'm sure need to know how much your roof costs and how much this and how much that. And I don't know any of them things. So I was gladly to go virtual all day long. Yeah. I did not want to be face to face. So. All right. Well, everyone's virtual here except for me. Let's go. Okay. So first and foremost, I want to learn about the marketing. What marketing are you guys doing? And how is it different than the marketing that I'm doing? And then also I want to learn about the team structure. Do you have boots on the ground? Do you need boots on the ground? Do you joint venture with other investors that have five to 10 years of experience and cut the curve? At what point do you go from joint venture to the local boots on the ground? That's just the beginning. Who's yeah, that's a lot of well, questions. That's a lot of questions. That's a lot. But I'll start. I think any marketing method, you know, works first and foremost, virtual versus not virtual, um, any marketing method works. So yeah. I'm still texting right now. Yeah. Um, I know that the texting thing, there was this big, like, it's going to go away in June. And you know what? It is September and it has. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, away. yeah. We, we still love it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm still texting. Um, we do a little bit of cold calling, but honestly, the cold calling is not done as well this year. Um, delivery rates are just really low. I decided to make the shift and make the person that was cold calling more of a live reception who is um, receiving 
my in my inbound marketing calls from my TV ads. So I do TV ads as well. And now I've got somebody, you know, who used to be the cold caller now is answering them as they come in. Now are your and, and ads- texting at the same time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and I like that because my guys do that similar. Now, when you're doing TV ads, are you doing like a market, like a like a city? Are you doing like a county? Are you doing a state? A metro. A, a metro, metro of a county. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, TV, I, are you doing any AdWords or, or, or social media marketing? No, I, okay. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll get on blast for saying this, but I, I cannot deal with the Google AdWords. I think it is the it's worst cool. marketing campaign I've ever done. Let, and let me tell you why, because your seller avatar, when you really think of the seller that you really want on the other side of that phone, you don't want someone who knows how to use the internet. <laughs> And okay. when, they, okay. when they come in from from the internet, <laughs> like yeah, that's a good point. You literally like so so every Google AdWord deal that we would get was always the lowest assignment fee because they always had like four other investors that found on Google that they're already getting bids from. I got so a contract I, signed last week on one on Thursday from an AdWords, and some and he and that seller was a hard money lender. Yeah. Random. And he signed another contract with somebody on Wednesday. I'm like, well, what the hell, man? You think you would know this? Yeah, no, they would do. Yeah, because they they but become savvy. The like, and they're I like, that up is because they're savvy enough to go search other people's sites and fill. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. I, yeah, um, I think on the PPC though as well. Like for me, you have to go either nationwide or multiple states to get the cost per lead down. See, Again, yeah. mutual. I'm pivoting out of St. Louis. Yeah. And my AdWords only at this point into, I'm thinking Missouri, Indy, and Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's because they're Midwest, similar towns, similar. So you're, you're going virtual. Look at that. Look yeah. At I, oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm yeah. not yet. I'm in the <clears throat> so, process. Yeah. Right. So AdWords, add, add I, I agree with Lauren. And, and, and the reason why I agree is because California, where she probably did AdWords, it eats your money. Oh, yeah. No, I did it in Nashville. I did it in Nashville and Oklahoma. So I did it in two two actually very different types of markets. Oklahoma would be similar to like Indy or even Clarksville. Not really Clarksville, but Clarksville's real low end. But but, I love Clarksville. (laughs) I know, no, no, I do too. Actually, it's funny because I remember back then nobody was in Clarksville. And then like people started going to Clarksville because they couldn't find deals in Nashville. But um, but no, it's yeah, in Nashville when I did it, it ate up. Anything I made, I just mm. spent it like in the next month. Um, and then same with Oklahoma. It was just too competitive in that environment. And then, yeah, the seller that I was talking to was a savvy seller who knew how to work the internet. Yeah. You can't, it's, you can't control your budget. You, you burn through yeah. capital. And any if you hire an agency to, to run, yeah. run it for you, their model their model's counterproductive in my eyes because they get paid a percentage of what you spend. And to me, it's like, well, then why are you incentivized for me to spend less? Yeah. And they're not paying attention. They're not paying attention. They're not paying attention to your campaign. That's another thing. I'm not smart enough to even know how to work AdWords. And so like, I would rely on these agencies to do it. And I would be like, well, I just spent 